What's up, Braves Nation? This is the Ethos Braves Podcast. I'm your host, Don McKay, and on the other side is that New Jersey voice that you're becoming used to hearing. It's Kyle Clark. Kyle, how's it going? John, going well. It's a good morning after a Braves victory. We know uh, we know that, so it's a, it's a good little morning here with the sun shining. Well, as we speak here on Tuesday morning, the Braves are on a seven-game winning streak, um, taking six in a row from the Reds and the Royals. And then as we speak Monday evening, or late Monday evening, it's took a victory in San Diego. Yeah, it feels good, right? Uh, you know, I think we talked at length uh, the last time I was on about how we ran into a little bit of trouble against the Padres back in Atlanta, uh, where our starting pitching kind of let us down a little bit. So it was kind of nice to, to get back to status quo with Max Fried on the mound, I'd say. And it was good to see him back on the mound, too, after not seeing him for since opening day. Yeah, just just a level of calmness. He um, he's just he's just comfortable with who he is now at, the, at this point of his career. He's an ace. He's a top what two, three, four pitcher in the National League. Finished runner up mm-hmm. in the Cy Young last year. So, I mean, I would say so. He's so poised. It's it's so fun to watch Max Reed pitch. Well, before we get too much into last night, let's go ahead and get back to uh, Friday night. I believe it was Charlie Morton on the mound. Uh, the so, yeah, that one was, uh, I believe that was Charlie Morton. That's correct. It was. So, that was the opener. Okay. The Braves ended up winning that game 10-3. to The bats just come alive. I believe the Braves hit four home runs, if I'm not mistaken, that night. It was five. Let's not shortchange five. it, John. Sorry. Okay. Five. <laughs> I've slept since then, and it's been a while. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. brain. Talk about uh, talk about starting uh, with your pants on fire that series. They they jump off right from the bat. I think uh, Ronald Bates hit. I think to start it, then Olsen homered. I think Riley mm-hmm. homered right after him. Hilliard got into one, and then Ronald hit the, the laser beam. So that was five uh, by my count, which was a nice little start to the series. And and the weather wasn't great in Kansas City last over the weekend, right? It was rainy. There's rain oh, delays. Oh no, it was terrible. From what... and they they came. They showed the thump uh, early in game one of that series. And apparently the radio booth is leaking, so they were getting rained on in the radio booth, too. Oh, so. When it rains, it pours. Exactly. Now, little sidebar here. As a Georgia fan, and I know there are multiple Georgia fans who are Braves fans, this game was kind of fun for us dog fans because the pitcher for the Royals was a former, ga- former Gator oh, from okay. Florida. Oh, Singer? So, from uh, Florida. I'm saying uh, Brady Singer? Yes, Brady okay. Singer, yes. Okay, okay, cool. Um, I wouldn't have known that if it wasn't for the other former Gator, Darren O'Day, which I like his story, his story to coming to the NBA, MLB, so it's interesting. Is he doing um, – what, what's he, what's he uh, do? Because he just retired, so what's his – is he doing radio he, for the Braves? Darren O'Day is on the radio right now, actually. He's on this road trip with Ben Ingram. Um. And he is an interesting guy to listen to. If you get a chance to listen to O'Day on the radio, go ahead. He's got a dry sense of humor, but he he, he is pretty awesome. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, well, hey, I I enjoyed him with his time with the Braves, so that's good to hear that they they brought him back in some capacity. Um, They keep talking about the possum in Oakland, if you don't know that story. I heard it. I heard it. I thought it was ridiculous then (laughs) and still do. The Mets broadcasters had to change their radio booth because they didn't want to put up with the possum. Well, I'm glad that it happened to the Mets, if anyone else. <laughs> of course. 
Of course. Um, what do you see out of Charlie Moore? Uh, Charlie Moore that night? Did you now? You know, as my vision is not the best, I you know I don't see stuff the way you guys do. So, what do you think of his pitching style, or what, how he pitched uh, Friday night? Yeah. So Charlie, this was his best start of the season. I thought he went six innings, got the quality start, gave up two earned runs, five Ks couple walks uh he's he's still it seems like he's not locating his fastball as he was last year and the year before i think some can say that goes to you know it's just an he's a year older right he's he's on the the back end of his career but the curveball still has a lot of bite to it and at this point right i i think that our expectations are and he did get paid last year right i think it was like 20 mil for one year but Mm -hmm. you know he's there to stabilize the back of the rotation because um in a perfect world you get freed strider right going as your top three, then you just need stability in the four or five slot um, until Soroka comes back. I'm sure we'll talk about him and what he's doing a little bit later, but um, we just need stability. Give us six innings, give us five innings, two runs or less, three runs or less. And the offense is going to do the rest similar to what happened here. We got staked out to a really, really big lead early on. I think we, yeah, we scored seven runs in the first two innings. I mean, that's going to put any pitcher at ease. So, uh, it was cruise control from there for Charlie, and uh, he goes to 2-1 and one on the season. His ERA is sitting at 3.86. I think he's going to fluctuate between 3.5 and 4.0 on his ERA all season, and, and honestly, that's all we can ask for from him. Uh, get us some wins, be professional, and and, uh, and move on to the next start. you think he's a good leader to have in the, the clubhouse on the pitch, that pitching staff with his his – you know, his career and his age? I think a lot can be said for experience. He's done it. He's won a World Series, what, with Houston? Um, and he's won one now with us. This is year three mm-hmm. or four with the Braves now. So he's established in the locker room. He loves – I think – I honestly think playing with, like, the young kids keeps him young, right? So he, mm-hmm. he, he's very passionate about this team. He talks a lot about clubhouse camaraderie. So I think he's there as a leader for the young pitchers on our staff because if you think about it, you know, Freed's like 26. 28, but Wright's young, Strider's young, Soroka's still very young, 24. So, um, yeah, I think he's 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 everything we need him to be right now for this season. And, uh, you know, let, let's keep him healthy on the mound because a healthy Charlie Morton means that the rotation is is deep. Um, looking at on the other side of the pitching, the bullpen, the bullpen only, you said, um, they only give up two, a one run. Um, what did you think of their performance? Uh, so, oh, you're talking about on Friday? Yes. Yeah. So Friday, I think I don't. I think they went shutout on Friday. So uh, Lee went one, Jimenez went one, Danny Young went one. Those are your back end guys. Or I'm sorry, not back end, but like you're you're not high leverage relievers besides Dylan Lee. So you know, get the job done, get us in and out. Jimenez looks okay. He's a little erratic. Uh, Danny Young's new. I've seen him a couple times. He's a lefty. You know, we'll we'll see what happens. It was interesting that. They made the move uh, yesterday. Uh, I'm going to butcher this guy's name. Latang, I think his name is, the kid from the Yankees that was here. They chose Young to stay on the roster uh, to, and when they activated Freed yesterday, and they, they dropped down Latang. So um, I think that that says a lot of what they think about Danny Young early on. Yeah, I, I would assume so. Um, we've already mentioned the outpouring of offense. Did Acuna, did you say Acuna had two bombs? Uh, I've slept, like I said, I've slept since then because I can't remember. So he had one, Uh, but I think he had a three-hit night, which is, you know, yeah, three for five, three runs, two RBIs, hit hit the laser beam home run. Uh, He's doing it all. We can talk about him, um, you know, throughout this series and what he did last night too. Uh, One thing I've seen with Ronald, we talk about it all the time, just his balance. 
And he's going to all fields now. He's, he's, his hits are coming mm-hmm. everywhere, right field. Uh, you know, I think yesterday he hit a little bit of a, uh, a single to the right side. Like, he's just doing what he does when he was uh, in that running for MVP the year that he tore his ACL a couple years ago, 2021, when we won the World Series. He's just he's, – he's in the right spot. He, uh, his mindset's right. He's not, like, acting like a goofball like he can do sometimes. He's, he's focused. Mm-hmm. He's just – I think this is the year he breaks through and wins an MVP. I really do. So uh, I love what I'm seeing awesome. from him. Um, who, in your opinion, who else played well Friday night? Friday night. Uh, well, you look at the box score. Olsen two for five, hit the home run. Riley one for five, home run. But uh, I think that with this series starts with and ends with the name Sean Murphy. We talked a little bit about it last year, uh, <laughs> last week, and uh, as, as we break down each game in this Royal series, um, that guy, he uh, he's coming on and he's he's really solidified himself in that four hole. He's catching every day. He DH on Sunday, but. Um, man, he is, uh, he's special and you can see why they traded what they did to get him because, uh, we love William Contreras around here. Big wild bill fan. Uh, love what he did for us. The passion, the big hits, the timely hits he had last season, but, uh, this guy Murphy is a different animal. And I think we're going to see that as the season progresses. I would agree. We've already mentioned young pitching and we've, you know, there's another young one that we didn't mention earlier, and that's Bryce Elder. And he went Saturday night. He only gave up a couple of runs. The Braves ended up winning that one nine to three. Um, is this the game? Uh, Sean Murphy just exploded, or is it? That no, this was the one. This was the one. He had the double. He had two doubles, two run scoring doubles early on against uh, Bubik, who was a uh, he was a hot pitcher coming into that game for the Royals. He actually uh, hurt his elbow in this start, and now he's on the IL and he's getting second opinions, oh, okay. but. Murphy, three for three, run two run scoring doubles, hit the home run, four RBIs, two runs. He, uh, yeah, this was the Sean Murphy game. Uh, he would just not let them lose because I remember it was a little bit of a back and forth. Yeah, it was one one after the first, and then he, he came through in the third, and then again in the fifth. So, yeah, big big game. And look look, and if you look at the box score here, Ronald 0 for four, but still making things happen. Two runs scored. I think he's leading the National League or the Major Leagues in runs uh, at this moment. Um, mm-hmm. Olsen, another two hits. Murphy, three hits. Ozzy Albies, who is starting to really come on board, went three for five with four home runs as well. Or, I'm sorry, four RBIs as well. And, uh, you know, down the line, too, Vaughn Grissom, two for five. And Vaughn's been doing a really nice job, um, as we can talk about what he did on Sunday with the game winner. Shout out to Ozzy and Austin Riley, who have both hit the 100 uh, home run oh, yeah. in their career mark. That's a big uh, deal. Recently. Yes. Does, I think it, I think it was Friday night, or Friday or Saturday that Ozzy hit it. Yeah, he he hit it first, and then Austin came back and hit it um, the other day. But isn't it? Okay. Doesn't it feel so much better? Like, um, you know, Ozzy, Riley, they came through the ranks, right? They were minor leaguers. We got to follow their careers. They're you know touted as pretty big time prospects. Um, and mm. then just to see, like, you fast forward a couple of years, they've won the division pretty much every year that they've been. Uh, you know, in the show, they win a world mm-hmm. series in 2021. They're regarded as probably, you know, Austin, I think it would easy to say that they're, they're regarded as at minimum top five at their positions. And now we get to see them both hit their hundredth home run. And and I think it's just special kind of the time period we're at right now as Braves fans, because, you know, yeah, you know, Anthopolis is doing a good job of bringing guys in like Olsen, like Murphy, but man, you got, you got some homegrown kids here that have grown up right before our eyes and, 
you know, they're, they're doing all these things, these milestones they're hitting and uh, they're winning too. And it's, it's really special to see. So it's, you know, it's, it's Ronald, it's Riley, it's Ozzy, you know, and now, you know, we lose Freddie, we lose Dansby, but now Von Grissom, Mike, Mike Harris, these are the next iterations of those homegrown guys who we're going to be able to watch because they're all signed up for what, five, six, seven years at minimum. So mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a really good time. And, and I don't want people listening to this podcast or, you know, brace fans to take, take for granted what's what's happening and what Anthopolis has done here because um, it's, it's really cool to see and Ozzy and Austin hitting their hundreds home runs man it, it's tough not to feel a little a sense of proudness for that because they've they've we've we've grinded with them it feels like right and now it's just like yeah. these guys are so established it's fun speaking of seeing them in the minors did you ever did you ever see them when they come to New Jersey for uh, the Blue Claws I've never seen them I never saw them playing the minors but um I, I I remember, I, I think it was that year. I think they won like the Double A championship, or they they won. It was like that loaded team. Soroka was on that team. I got to at see Mississippi. Them, yeah, I got to see them play on MLB TV a lot that year, and uh, mm-hmm. I remember how special it was. And you know, you you hear like, oh, these guys are going to be next, you know, and yeah, it happened. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> um, well, I guess we can safely call this the. Uh... The Sean Murphy game. Yes, yeah, I'd say now. Now this guy is, now has a couple different moments, right? Um, he had the game-winning walk-off from home run against the Reds, and he and he followed it up with a, just a dynamic series against the Royals too. And he's doing this all without Darno there, right? So right, he's catch, right. catching pretty much every day. He DH'd on Sunday, uh, and we'll talk about that. Um, but he's 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 catching. He's batting cleanup. He's doing it all, and uh, and everything you hear from the pitchers are they love throwing to him. They call him a leader, you know, all the intangibles. So, I mean, this guy's this guy's awesome, and I'd I'd hope that he'd be in an all star consideration uh, in a couple months. From what I could tell, Bryce Elder looked good as he has been. Um, what could you tell by what he was pitching? How he know, was pitching he's not going to overpower you, but what he's going to do is he's going to outthink you. He's going to hit his spots. He has a ton of movement on his breaking pitches. He's going to give up hits, right? But it's not going to – I mean, typically since he's been up here the last uh, – like last year and so far this year, it's not hard contact. It's a lot of like mm-hmm. seeing eye hits, bloopers. Um, so this start, right, this is – I would say – you know, I wouldn't say this is a great Bryce Elder start. Five and a third, gave up eight hits, three runs, two walks, four Ks. Uh, pitch count got up there a little bit, 93 pitches. But, again – it, with these guys at the back end of the rotation, we just talked about it with Charlie Morton. We just want them to do their job. Do your job. Mm-hmm. Three runs or less. Give us a quality outing where the offense can take care of it. And now you're seeing that, okay, you go through the rotation. You know, uh, you get freed back now, Strider, right? You can count on them. <clears throat> if you if we can just get this four and five spot locked down with, with Charlie and with uh, Bryce, you know, that's how you build winning streaks. And we're seeing it right now. It's like passing the baton from one starter to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, I know at one point me and Jeremy were talking um, before you joined us um, that started, or, uh, Elder, his walk for an issue. Yep. And it seems like he's, he's fixed that issue. That comes with experience, I think, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's. You know, last year he came up, little shaky in the beginning. We were just like, "What is this?" But he down the stretch, he was great, 
And he's known for his control. When they drafted him, they drafted him because he was such a precise pitcher. So I think we're, mm-hmm. we're seeing, uh, you know, a guy that's comfortable in his skin, knows he has stuff that plays up at this level. And, you know, he's now 2-0 with a 1.53 ERA. Um, well, the Braves end up winning that 9-3, to as we mentioned earlier. Looking ahead to Sunday, which was really the best game of this series, and it was an interesting matchup because you had Kyle Wright, who's a, a, a really good pitcher, and then you had the unique style of Zach Greenkey, who is – he doesn't overpower you, but he has some interesting stuff that can – fool you very, very easily. Um, I think one of his pitches was like his curveball or his changeup was like in the 70s or low 70s. <laughs> like the EFIS, the old school EFIS pitches. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds, from what I can hear on the radio, that's what it sounded like. Yeah. I, it's, it's actually pretty, it's pretty comparable, right? Because when Cranky was young, he was a fireballer, threw a lot of junk too. And, um, you know, he, Took him a little bit to hone it in and, and, and really, you know, find himself. And then he became a Cy Young Award, uh, Cy Young Award pitcher. And it's kind of like the same trajectory we've seen Wright do through his career, right? Like he started, he uh, was erratic, didn't know, didn't have confidence, didn't know if his stuff played. But then now he's starting to really come into his own. He has the confidence. He's throwing the breaking ball a lot. He's, he's, he has the fastball that can, he can dial up to 95, 96. So you see a lot of, of uh, Zach Greinke, young Zach Greinke in Kyle Wright. So it was a really good, cool matchup like that. And they kind of battled. Greinke got into a little bit of trouble early. I know that um, the Braves tagged him a little bit early on. Um, in the third inning, we got three, and then Ozzy hit the home run to make it four. Uh, but he, he still bared down, and he had enough, like, guile to, like, navigate through this lineup and he was actually really impressive six strikeouts uh and then Kyle Wright he comes back this is his second start off the IL and just look a a whole lot better I don't know if you said you're listening on the radio he just looked more like Kyle Wright and I expect that that's that trend is going to continue uh within Mm -hmm. with his next start too which um is you know we can preview the next week coming up I think it's going to be against the Astros which is going to be a nice little rematch from the 2021 World Series so Oh yeah, um, this was a good game. It got a little sketchy later. Tonkin showed that he was human. Uh, he's been really good <laughs> lately, but Nick Anderson shut it down. <coughs> Excuse me, AJ Minter shut it down, and um, yeah, it was, it was just a uh, a nice little little gritty win for the Braves, which they needed because the first two were kind of easy. Yeah, the Braves, like you said, the Braves jumped out to a four-one lead or a four-nothing lead, and then um, the Royals came storming back. And tied it up in the seventh or eighth inning. I yeah, believe. seventh inning. My my guy, my cousin Vinny Pasquantino, he hit a nice little home run. He's on my fantasy team. I love that guy. Um, so, um, have you? You didn't listen to the radio, did you? I no. I I, I catch all the games on broadcast. Okay, so the radio crew gave him a nickname. Oh, oh, oh Vinny! What did they give him? Passwatch. <laughs> that hey, that that plays. I like that. Because I, I I just cracked up. I mean that's that's pretty awesome. He's gonna be a player. Uh, yeah, the Royals are young. They they like they're like the Reds. They're gonna get young and they're gonna get better. They've got a veteran in Salvador Perez who can lead that team. They're they're gonna be good. They're gonna be fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think in time and Bobby Witt Jr. is there. Yeah. Some other guys too. Like they like Melendez and you know we'll we'll see. They're 
listen, they're gonna they're gonna take their lumps this year, but you know the future, mm-hmm. I guess, is uh, it, it's it's semi bright for the Royals. Um, unlike the weather this weekend, mm, exactly. <laughs> um, but the big moment of this game would come to the top of the ninth on a uh, RBI single from <laughs> none other than Vaughn Grissom. Vaughn Grissom, love that kid. Yeah, and and he didn't do too much, right? He hit the ball the other way, and mm-hmm. um, it was just it was just good to see. Like I'm rooting for him so much. He's come back, been a professional. Thought he should have won the job out spring training. You know, went down, killed it in the minor leagues, came up here, and and he's doing the same. And he just looks he looks different this year than he did last year. He looked great last year. He looks different this year, um, and it, it's good to see. So, um, I know we've mentioned. But it was doing that. Now Grissom has been up here for a three a three games, and he has more hits than Ozuna does this year. <laughs> well, Ozuna got third one last night, so let's not. Uh, okay, let's, now they're tied. Yeah, let's. Uh, um, <laughs> even the fans in Kansas City are booing him. Yeah, everyone needs to be booing that guy. He's. Uh, we know he's here for a reason. You know, he's owed thirty four million over the next two years. It's. Um, it is what it is at this point, but I think that when Michael Harris comes back, you're going to see uh, you're going to see a different type of platoon. I think that uh, Hilliard's going to play left against left field against right-handed pitchers, and I think that uh, they like Pilar and they like Evan White too. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Stinker is just he's in a start. He's in a tough. Like you play him, you don't play him. You got to keep him on the roster for money wise, and just. But he's not a, like I said, he's not a cancer in the clubhouse like you would think he would be. So that's a, that. At least that's a plus. Yeah, I guess it seems like everyone does like him. Um, I yeah, I, I I guess that's a plus. Um. So I just had to throw that tidbit in there. Um, moving on. To, or, let's see. Moving on to Monday. Yeah, we can um, move on. Uh, that world that that Royal Series put a bow on it. Nice little sweep on the road. I think uh, we've only lost one game on the road this season. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. moving on. Uh, they travel out, way out west uh, to San Diego, and the weather was supposed to be better, but they still got some gloomy weather last night, apparently. Um, Kyle Wright was on the mound. For, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was Max Freed coming back. Max Freed was coming back. I already mentioned that. Got my days mixed up. Um, Max Freed's on the mound, and he – didn't pitch too bad. Um, no runs. Um, two, four strikeouts. Yep, four Ks for Max. Yeah. The only uh, runs come on in the top of the first inning on a Austin Riley two-run bomb down the left field line, and then everybody locked in. Yeah, everyone locked in. It was a uh, ho hum kind of game. Hey, you gotta love those nine forty starts, right? Um, I Not think really. that uh, <laughs> I think uh, you and Jeremy and myself can agree that uh, you know it's these are nice. I, and now you appreciate the pitch clock too because the game ended a lot earlier. Um, well, Jeremy's lucky over there. He his is at eight forty, so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's prime time for him. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. So I mean, Freed looked good. He got hit a couple times, but I mean, those were like low, low uh, exit velocity, you know, dribblers mm. that bounced through. I mean, that happens to Max a lot more than. Uh, I think anyone else, but uh, he looked great. I, I feel comfortable with Max Freed there. 
I think, you know, he, he's the ace of this staff. And, uh, man, he's just – I just love watching him. The intensity that he pitches with, he's really coming to his own. Um, from the offensive side of the, the plate, Austin Riley, screaming line drive home run. That's all we needed. A couple of not- notable standouts in the box score, Ronald Acuna Jr., three for five. He's up to 389, and he's, his OPS is over 1,000. Like I said earlier wow. in this podcast, I think that <clears throat> if he can stay upright, stay healthy, um, I think he's going to win the MVP. Um, and I don't think that's a hot take to say that right now. I just think that he's he's head and shoulders above everyone else in this in this league. So um, it's 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 really fun to see. Um, Vaughn Grissom one for three, he's hitting three thirteen since he came up. You saw Pilar do some good work there. You saw White do some good work there. And um, yeah, this is a. Uh, you know, you hate to say that it was a boring game, but that's what it was, and, and we'll take it. Um, well, I guess there, there goes that. That, that, that wraps that up because yeah. it was quick and neat, quick and simple. Seven in a row. Um, doesn't matter how it gets done, but seven in a nope. row. The record stands at 13-4, and four, um, best in the National League. They're 9-1 and one on the road, which is really good to see, um, and we're mm. going to need to – rely on that because this is a, a challenging week. You know, we know the Padres are, are a really good team. And then we know uh, what's what's coming this weekend in Houston for a rematch of the 2021 World Series. So I think we'll be ready for it. Now, Strider's going tonight, correct? Uh, yeah, tonight it's Strider and Blake Snell. That's going to be a really good matchup. Well, yeah, I mean, it, on paper it should be. I know Blake Snell um, struggled last year. He struggled this year. His ERA is north of uh, north of six. Um, so, oh, yeah. So, but it should be a good matchup. You know, the Braves touched him up a little bit they, when they faced. I think it was the same exact matchup when they faced last series that we won this game. So that that'll be good. And then we wrap up with Charlie Morton and Nick Martinez. So, uh, so yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good little series, and hopefully we can get this series win. Take one of the next two, and then, uh, and then, like I said, then it's Houston time. So, uh, yeah, the big, big time series. It's back to no Morton's Friday, I believe, right? right. I'm, I'm looking no. at it now. They got him on Wednesday, so they got, they okay. got, yeah, and then they got Elder on. They got Elder Wright and Freed against uh, the Astros. Okay, um, who's pitching for the? Padres tonight and tomorrow. Uh, tonight and tomorrow. Snell tonight. Nick Martinez, who we touched up for four runs on um, the first start, so he goes on uh, Wednesday. All right, awesome. Um, one more quick uh, little tidbit: we the Braves do miss seeing uh, Fernando Tatis. He comes back off his PED yeah. suspension Thursday. Yep, that's a great call out. That's uh, hey, luck of the draw. Let's try to win this series, and uh, and then we'll probably see them later on uh, when the weather gets a little cooler. So, I do have a question for you. He's suspended for 80 games, correct? Yeah. But he's been rehabbing in the minor leagues. He's still playing. Yeah, they they allow that. I don't know what the rule is, but yeah, he's been he's been tearing the cover off the ball. I saw he had, hit three home runs in one game. He had five home runs in two games, and now they just uh, they, they pulled the plug, so now he's back in San Diego, and I think he comes back on Thursday. What do you think of that? Do you think he should be playing if he's suspended uh, in the minor leagues? I'm biased. I got him on my fantasy team, so, uh, yeah, I'm, oh. I need him getting his swings in, so I'm biased. But I think <laughs> if we remove the bias, he, uh, probably not. I, I don't think that he, that he that he deserves or warrants it, to be honest with you. I got you. Um, 
you got anything else to say before we get out of here? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, this was a blast. We missed Jeremy. Obviously, can't wait to, to chop it up with him uh, later on this week. But I uh, know it's been a it's been a nice little run that we're on here, and and we hope that uh, tonight we can get another W with Strider on the mound. I feel confident. Well, guys, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. If you want to follow us on social media, you can. I am at F3 on Twitter. Kyle? Uh, at Class C15. And the show is at um, Ethos Rage on Twitter. You can also follow us on any listening platform, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, any other listening platforms that I cannot at this point in time. And we really appreciate you listening. And as always, go brave. Chop on. Thanks, everyone.